Welcome to episode 35 of the English Sessions. Know the verb know. I am your host and English teacher, Mike Butler. These podcasts can help you improve your English. Together, we will talk about grammar, pronunciation, structure, and have some fun, too. Remember to visit my website, www.englishsessionswithmike.com to contact me for private lessons and for more content. You can also read the transcript of this audio on the website as you listen to this episode. We all know the verb know. It's a very common verb in English. But let's make sure we know how to use it properly in English. Let's start with the most basic definition. You know this definition. The most basic definition of the verb know is to be aware of something. I know this information. I am aware of this information. I know it. I know this. I am using a direct object with the verb here. Subject plus verb plus object. I know this. I know this information already. Mike, uh, this is boring. Okay, well then, then let's move on. Do you know that the verb know is an irregular verb? Let's start with the simple past tense of know. Knew. Example. At one point in my life, many years ago, I knew every word to the theme song to the television show The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, starring Will Smith. I knew the words to the song. Now I don't remember. All right, so knew is the past tense. Now the past participle of know is known. So... As you know, we use the past participle with perfect tenses, the passive voice, and often to form the adjective. Present perfect. I have known Bill for 20 years. It is common to use the verb know to talk about how you had a relationship with someone. I have known Bill for 20 years. I became aware of Bill 20 years ago, and I have had a relationship with him now for 20 years. He has been a part of my life for 20 years. This is a very common use for the verb know, talking about relationships. As an adjective, Little Women is a very well-known book written by Louisa May Alcott. Little Women is well-known. That's right. This book is well-known. We will often see the past participle form of a verb used as the related adjective. If you want to learn more about why that is, write in to the podcast, and we'll talk about it. Mike at EnglishSessionsWithMike.com Okay, so now we know the basics. The verb is irregular. It is know, knew, known. I know it. I knew it. I have known it. Common uses have a direct object. I know Bill. 
I know the information. So, Mike, are there ways to use the verb intransitively? Remember, that means when you don't need an object directly after the verb. And the answer is yes. Sometimes you see the prepositions about or of after the verb know. I know of it. I knew about it. So let's talk about those. I'll give some examples. Yes, I know about that movie, but I haven't watched it yet. People keep saying that it's really good. You see, in this example, the person has knowledge of the movie, but has not watched the movie. So remember, know of, know about, it is similar to saying that you have knowledge of something. You may have knowledge of something, like a movie, or something that happened in history, for example, but you still may know very little about it. You haven't watched the movie, or read that history lesson or history book. I know of her, but I have never met her. I have never talked to her, but I know of her. There's a big difference, isn't there? There's a a big difference between I know Mary and I know of Mary. If you know Mary, then maybe you are best friends with Mary. Ah, I know Mary very well. She's my best friend. If you only know of Mary, then you probably have never talked to her before. After the break, we'll talk about when you should not use the verb know in English. The information after the break will be most helpful to native Spanish speakers or speakers of other Romance languages like Portuguese. It will also be for more advanced learners. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hello, everyone. Mike here. I want to pause for a moment to talk about how you can help the English sessions to continue. If you'd like to support the English sessions, then please go to anchor.fm slash the English sessions. There, you can click on the support button and make a monthly contribution to the English sessions to keep this podcast going. You can support the English sessions for less than one U.S. dollar. Every bit helps. Also, remember... 
go to www.englishsessionswithmike.com if you are interested in private lessons with me, Mike. Thank you all for supporting this podcast. It's Mike, your host of Get the Word, an etymology podcast for word nerds. We'll talk about the history and origin of words in English. If you're coming over from the English sessions, well, then I'll give you an even bigger welcome, loyal listener. The English Sessions is the podcast I've been doing for a while now for English learners and, and is where Get the Word was first conceived. I decided to make Get the Word its own podcast since I started to realize I was making content more for native speakers with these etymology episodes, which seemed to warrant its own feed. Don't worry, though. For those of you who are English learners, there will still be transcripts of the episodes on the website. Look for details in the show notes. Get the Word, an etymology podcast for word nerds. Available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcasts. If you are a fan of the podcast, then you know that I'm learning Spanish. The verb know in English often translates to two verbs in Spanish, saber and conocer. It's still sometimes hard for me to remember which one to use. If you want to help, then write into the podcast. I'd love to have a language exchange or intercambio. But this is not a Spanish lesson, it's an English lesson. There can be similar confusion for Spanish learners who are translating the verb conocer. Perhaps this is similar in your language. I know it is similar in Portuguese. Let's look at some examples. Conozco... A tu amigo del colegio. I know your friend from school. Notice it can be intransitive in Spanish, but should be transitive in English in this, in this example. I know your friend from school. That's good. That's right. I use the great site SpanishDict.com for my translations. I know of your friend from school. Now, this has a different meaning, right? I know of them but I don't actually know them. I have just learned some information about them. Oh, and I like this example too. Conozco una buena manera de pelar papas. I know a good way to peel potatoes. This is another good example of when conocer translates to know. The two examples of my translation are using the verb know in the ways that we discussed in the first half of this episode. I know a friend. I know a person. I know this information. I know the information about peeling potatoes. But did you also know that the verb conocer can translate to to meet, to be familiar with, to get to know, to visit, to go to, to see, to discover, to recognize, to identify, to feel, to speak, to try, to know about, to know oneself, to know each other, to get to know each other, to hear of, to explore, and I think I'm forgetting some. So this is a complicated verb to translate. I could spend all day giving examples of translations from conocer that do not translate to the verb know in English. It's more complicated, right? But today, I will focus on a, a couple important ones. I have a lot of students in Brazil, 
And, as I said, this often mistranslated verb is very similar in Portuguese as well. I will sometimes have students who ask me, Mike, do you know Brazil? Can you imagine what I say to them in response? I often say, well, yes, of course I know Brazil. I know of Brazil. I know a lot about Brazil because I've had the wonderful opportunity to speak to so many Brazilians because of my job. I've learned a lot about Brazil. I'm being kind of a jerk at this moment because I know what they're trying to ask me. They want to know if I've ever visited Brazil. They want to ask me, Mike, have you ever been to Brazil? In other words, have you ever taken a trip to Brazil in order to know more about the people, the food, the culture? To get to know the culture. And I, I can understand the confusion. Even in translation, if I put in the words, Conoces Brazil, it will translate to, Do you know Brazil? But that's, that's not a very clear translation. It's close. Most likely, your, your listener is going to understand. It's not a big deal, but, uh, you know, this is good to know. Let's look at some examples. I'm going to do an internet search for the words, Do you know Brazil? Let's see here. Okay, do you know Brazil in a search engine? Uh, it changes. It changes. Uh, it changes the words. It says, uh, "Here are some results. What do you know about Brazil?" Some some video results at the top. What do you know about Brazil? What do you know about Brazil? It's asking, you know, how much information do you have? Let's test your knowledge about Brazil. What do you know about Brazil? Okay. How much do you know about Brazil? These are all tests and quizzes to to test your knowledge of of the of the country. So. Do you know, uh, how well do you know Brazil? Take our quiz and find out. 20 things to know before you travel to Brazil. So these are all of the top results for when I search uh, those words. Do you know Brazil? Okay, I hope that's helpful. You know, this is, this is always good. Go to, go to a, a, a search engine, uh, you know, search something in English. Search for something in English, you know. Are the results similar? to how you have been using that verb? Or are they different? Does the search engine change the words around to make it more uh, common phrasing in English? Let's look at a, a few other examples. Me encantaría conocer China. China. China, right? Okay. I would love to go or visit China. Me encantaría conocer... I would like to go. I would like to visit. I would love to go. I would love to visit. You see, it, it can get confusing in translation because, remember, to know in English is to have knowledge or information about something, including places. I know about China, but I've never been to China. I've never visited China. But, of course, I know of China. I know information about China. Everyone does. Now, despite everything I just explained to you, I will say that you can know a place. This would mean that you have a lot of knowledge, a lot of experiences there. You've obtained a lot of knowledge about that place. Let me think of an example. Let's say a tourist gets into a taxi in Mexico City and asks the taxi driver to take them to the Frida Kahlo Museum. 
Paseo de Frida Kahlo, por favor. The tourist starts arguing with the taxi driver and says, Hey, what are you doing? Take a left here. Don't go straight. It's easier to take a left. The taxi driver might say, Hey, hey, who is the local here? Hey, I know Mexico City, all right? I know Mexico City like the back of my hand. The taxi driver is saying that they have a lot of knowledge of the city. They are going to know the best route to take because they are very knowledgeable about the city. They're a taxi driver. So what I'm saying is be careful when using this verb. Remember that we know information, we know people, we know about something or know of something when we are familiar with something, but perhaps don't actually know it too well. Take the time to look at all the different translations from your language, especially if your native language is one of the Romance languages, like Spanish and Portuguese. There's a lot more we could discuss about this topic, so feel free to write into the podcast or leave a message for me on the website. Write to me at mike at englishsessionswithmike.com. Leave a message for me on the website, www.englishsessionswithmike.com, and I will play it on the podcast. Make sure to subscribe to this podcast so you won't miss an episode. Visit www.englishsessionswithmike.com for more content. Please rate and review the English Sessions on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get podcasts. Find us on social media, Twitter at The E Sessions, Instagram at English Sessions with Mike. Search for The English Sessions on Facebook. Until next time, this is Mike signing off.